This podcast is brought to you by the Ultimate Lettering Quiz. Find out just how much you really know about letters by taking the quiz for free on martinafraud.com slash quiz. Enjoy. Uno, dos, tres. Welcome, everybody, to Letter Now, a podcast where we nurture the hand lettering masters of tomorrow, today. My name is Martina Flora. I'm a lettering artist, author, educator, and the host of this show. And today I have a great guest to talk about inspiration and motivation. What's the difference between inspiration and imitation? Which routines can you follow to stay motivated? Where do you find inspiration for your work? How do you manage through creative blocks? We will answer all of these questions coming from our listeners and more with Mary-Kate McDuitt, which is here with me. Mary-Kate is a Vermont-based illustrator and lettering artist. Hi, Mary-Kate. I'm so glad to see you today after so long. I'm so glad. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's been so long. Too long, Martina. So glad to be on with you. Amazing. So, I, Mary-Kate, I always ask my guests to introduce themselves and um, the work they do. So how will you introduce yourself? Well, um, <clears throat> I'm an illustrator and letterer. Uh, I do a lot of really hand-drawn style uh, hand lettering, and I like to introduce a lot of vintage themes and a lot of color and texture. And I do a lot of projects, um, a lot of book covers, advertising, editorial, kind of uh, all over the gamut. <laughs> Amazing. Mary-Kate's work is amazing. And if you don't know her uh, her work yet, um, I will put her website and social media handles on our show notes so that you can get to know her work. Uh, so Mary-Kate, I invited you to discuss today's topic because, you know, as a learning artist, you produce commercial work, as you said, but you also teach and are author of books. And I was going through your published books during my research for this podcast. And I've noticed that while some of them are about learning how to draw lettering and um, you know the the technical skills a few of them are also about journaling and goal setting and essentially you know staying motivated to achieving your goals so i wanted to kick off the conversation today by asking you why these are relevant topics for you why did you decide to create books with the purpose of inspiring others well it's I mean, it's how my career started was um, trying to find time outside of my job at the time. I, I was working as a graphic designer and in my free time, I needed to stay motivated because I wasn't really doing the work that I wanted to be creating. I wasn't, I, I felt like I wasn't kind of creating the career and I was like 22 at the time. So it's just like, <laughs> I was just getting ahead of myself, I guess, but Um, so I started making products that were motivation themed because it was something that I needed to be saying to myself. So I started an Etsy shop and I started selling these chalkboards that were all about, um, inspiration and getting things done, even if it's just two things. And, uh, and, um, it basically got popular on all the blogs and, uh, Chronicle Books reached out to me to create that chalkboard into a notepad and then I continued working with them on other books and then 
I kind of kept that theme of motivation going because I just find the idea of motivation and how you spend your time in a day, I mean, it's incredibly important. So it's really inspiring to me. Uh, so I like to kind of make fun of it, um, kind of introduce puns and different things into the conversation when you're talking about like a to-do list, um, which can be really boring. So it's also about uh, introducing humor and um, just making what is, you know, what you're going to do that day or how you're going to think about or reflect on that day in a really positive and fun way. That's so interesting because you were saying that you you know, you essentially started doing this or illustrating these quotes or these motivational quotes because you were saying this to yourself. And um, yeah. I have I asked my my followers on Instagram recently if they ever felt that inspiration had abandoned them or that they are lacking motivation. And 82% said, said yes. And I feel that, you know, it seems to be like a repeating topic among creatives that we feel that we are lacking motivation or inspiration and I wanted to ask you why, why do you think this is why do you think that artists and creatives struggle with this because it's the it's what we are here to do so if we feel like we're not doing it for a single minute it's like oh my god I'm going down I'm no good I mean we can be incredibly mean to ourselves and so it's like I think sometimes I've definitely been in the boat of like, oh, I'm having creative block. And it's like, Mary Kate, it's been a day. Like you can take a day. And I think it's a little bit being easier on ourselves and uh, knowing that, you know, inspiration does come and go. And if it does become a time where it's been weeks, you know, that's when you're kind of hitting something like, that's a problem. Mm -hmm. uh, and how to address that is, just to jump in and do the work, just kind of reset by just settling back in. And, mm. but it is, uh, I mean, I just think like this morning I have work to do and I'm not feeling it, but you know, I'll, I know that I'm gonna do something else to kind of trigger my brain to, to get uh, excited about what I'm gonna be doing and then I'll get back into it. So it is a lot about just keep going, just keep making something. Uh, I keep a, a sketchbook that is filled with complete nonsense and I can just kind of like let my brain go and just doodle along. Or if I have a quote in my head that is inspiring me that day, which is another reason why letters, we do so many quotes because it's just like, yes, that means so much to me. And then it's just like, well, I have a project for the afternoon. So it's like, uh, yeah. It, letters and motivation kind of go hand in hand, I guess. Cause, Amazing. Yeah, Cause there's, so, there's so many things you're touching on right now that we are going to touch on later on. And I really want to hear your stories, specifically like some of the routines you have to keep yourself motivated. And one of the <laughs> questions is really like, um, yeah, touching on that. So let's dive right okay. into the, the listeners questions as you know this is a listener driven show so we are we will be here uh, answering listeners questions we will start with voice messages from our listeners you can send us your voice memos with questions and comments by simply going to martinaflor.com slash voice message message or send an emails uh, a voice memo to podcast at martinaflor.com our first question is coming from suarnina 
so uh, what i want to ask is sometimes uh, we get stuck uh, on what style we should letter a particular word for a project so during that time uh, looking up others work and taking the style of their letter and making a different one of your own is it considered imitation or is it like just taking inspiration this question is so interesting because it makes us sort of speak or touch on the point of like, you know, the fine line between imitation and inspiration. And what I think that Swarnina is uh, is having trouble with is to find inspiration beyond, you know, what is right in front of her, like social media or, you know, Google, um, which is what we are constantly exposed to. So. I feel that being influenced by contemporary artists' work is natural and it has happened throughout art history, right? It has happened to everyone out there putting work and being in touch with other creatives doing work. Um, and I want to pass it to you, Mary-Kate, because what would you say to Swarnina that wants to be open to the influence of other artists but is afraid of imitating them? Well, what uh, the masters of art hundreds of years ago had the benefit of is they're not sitting in front of the computer <laughs> alone. They're in a class or they're in an apprentice or whatever studying under a certain person. So they have the privilege of, uh, of space around what they're creating. And I think that's uh, something that is really beneficial if you find that you're looking at someone's work with a magnifying glass and just you're just keyed in on this one artist yeah that's gonna you're not gonna create anything special not to you i mean and that's the other thing it's just like well you know how do you want to create work and obviously it's learning and um seeing how other people do things so my advice is to broaden your inspiration. And also, I have this exercise that I teach that is um, creating, recreating something from memory. So you kind of study it, you point out, make notes about what you like. Is it the color? Are you talking about the layout? Are you talking about the style of the letters? And if you are talking about the style of the letters, focus just on that. Take that image, go away from the computer and Instagram and just kind of try and recreate it and then see what you drawn and go back to the piece and see what kind of things that your brain and how you like to draw uh, made those decisions. And then you can kind of, you know, uh, finesse and as you go, but it's also look at, definitely look at a range of artists and a range of um, history. I mean, go back. I mean, so much of what inspired a lot of my lettering is old uh, advertising tins and um, the way they like, they would uh, draw letters like so specific to a can that like they make weird decisions. And I love that because it's not super technical, uh, although it looks super technical and um, kind of including that in your work. So it is definitely about making sure that you're not just like copy and pasting, like you're like looking over your shoulders of like copy her answers or his answers. So it's like, yeah. And, and I think it's important. I want to see what your style is, you know? And it's just mm -hmm. like, and it takes time. 
obviously, yeah. but yeah, I, I think it's, uh, if you feel like you're, if you, you know, here's another test you could do. If you are collecting a body of work on your Instagram and you go to their Instagram and you, if you like kind of blur your eyes and you can't tell the difference, like that's, you don't want that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it, you, you mentioned something super important before, like the concept of space. And I feel that, you know, being able to, to, bring some space between you and the inspiration or the source of inspiration is super important. Like this idea mm -hmm. of like, um, you know, recreating something from memory or actually going back to, you know, other eras and kind of look for inspiration there. I always, I always think that, you know, I also use a lot of old inspiration sources because I feel mm -hmm. that I can always, I can always have a take on that. There's always room for me to bring something extra you know like either you know one of the the letter shapes will be you know i would do it differently because it's more readable for a contemporary eye or i would just tweak something to make it look more sharp uh, so when you look at things that worked in the past they might not look they might not work for the contemporary eye so you have the space you know you have distance with that inspiration and you can bring your own take on that right so exactly I, yeah so i think that like, the concept of space um is really important when you are looking for inspiration and i think that um, um i think her, her name was swanina um you you are having trouble with you know confusing inspiration with imitation because you're just too close to that person. You're just, you know, it's just too contemporary perhaps and it's too present for you. Whereas if you take some space out of um, that is inspiration source, you might be able to bring something that is your own, right? So let's move on to the next question, which is from Caro. Hi, Martina. Hi, Mary Kate. This is Caro from Argentina. My question for Mary Kate is, do you have any kind of step-by-step -step process to keep yourself motivated? I mean, how do you generate this amount of amazing pieces constantly? Thank you so much. So I I told you to um, to hold your answer because before because you were saying some already giving some ideas on how to keep yourself motivated and um, before we move forward with the conversation I just wanted to bring to light the fact that we often use the terms inspiration and motivation as synonyms and they're actually different things so I would say that inspiration is that thing or that moment uh, where you know that spark that triggers an idea and motivation will be what comes afterwards, like the, the behavior, the, like the, the constant work that you do to bring that idea to life, right? So going back to Kara's questions, um, she's asking about routines, um, Mary-Kate, and kind of methodologies to keep, you know, that behavior or that motivation to keep showing up, right? To keep, um, to keep herself motivated. So what would you say to her that is looking for routines, you know, everyday routines that she can follow to keep herself motivated? I mean, uh, yeah, it's such a good question. And it is like, yeah, it's funny. Motivation and inspiration are so intertwined, but it is, they, they do kind of feed into each other as well. So, but, um, 
because sometimes you have to be you, it's hard to force inspiration but you can kind of force motivation mm -hmm. and i think that's a lot like okay so my uh i wouldn't say step by step like it's a not a not foolproof <laughs> but um <laughs> if i do find myself being not so motivated to start a project i mean maybe maybe it's an overwhelming project um maybe there's a lot of like pieces to it or maybe it's just like something that i'm struggling to kind of tackle mm. i'll either take a small part of it and like the one little part i'm excited about maybe it is like like oh there's a i get to draw a dog i'm pretty excited to draw this dog so uh, <laughs> i'll just practice that i'll just do a warm-up of drawing that dog a bunch of times or drawing a certain letter or a certain word um and if i don't even want to look at the project i'll just start doodling so this is the other thing i'll start to do, uh, do i'll like pop a podcast on and just like kind of zone out and i'll soon i'll have like a whole page or a whole spread of drawings that uh you know individually are like kind of crummy but like as a whole thing it's just like oh i just made this whole thing and now you're kind of like inspired um slash motivated to get started um mm. or it's like and then keeping a sketchbook and keeping or just like you know a sketchbook like your procreate uh dress you know like the ones the things that you started and we're just like blah and start over um maybe relook at that i've definitely created some really fun drawings that some of my favorites from taking a piece that i started months ago and was garbage but i liked the i don't know whatever i something about ice cream i'm sure mm -hmm. <laughs> and i uh kind of find like a color palette that i'm excited about or this new style that i've been trying and all of a sudden i'm knee deep into this project and uh yeah whether it is a personal project or a client project but it is kind of about tricking yourself into being excited to start tricking yourself into getting motivated by just starting because yeah like you can um yeah sometimes we don't have the opportunity to just like well i'm not motivated today it's like well there's deadlines and also your own uh like I was saying, like our, our, our self-worth is in the hands of whether or not we're motivated. Although I would say that's not a good way to think about it. But yeah, hopefully those are helpful tips. It's just like, uh, oh, I'm not motivated to draw. I'm like, well, have you tried drawing? <laughs> like not uh, super helpful, I guess, but that's what I do. Yeah, and I think also something you mentioned, um, you know, through these tips that you were giving on how to keep yourself motivated, you mentioned also something that I think is important, like kind of setting deadlines for yourself or, you know, working with the client deadline. Sometimes they can be truly effective in terms of us getting the things done. And mm -hmm. I also find that, you know, going back to some of your books that are really about goal setting or like kind of achieving the goals you want to achieve. I think that goal setting or personally, I feel that it really works with me, like having those big goals that I have pressed, you know, that I want to achieve present every week or every day kind of get me through the small work because, you know, you have that big goal that is amazing. You love it. You really want to achieve it. But 
everything in between is just, you know, sitting down and just getting the things done, you know, like the small things mm -hmm. that lead to that big goal. So oftentimes it's about reminding yourself, what is the big goal? What is the, like the thing you're going towards with this very small pieces of work that you're doing every day, right? So um, I, I one thing that I like to think sometimes is like, how will I feel the day after I achieve this? You know, like, and kind of like, mm. kind of feel that <laughs> for a second and say like, oh yeah, I'm going to get going with this because I want to feel that definitely. So I hope that some of those are useful for you, Caro. And we can also move forward now on to our next uh, segment. We have more questions from listeners. Um, these questions are coming from social media. Our next segment is our inspirational quote time. Mary-Kate, we all love okay. quotes, especially mm -hmm. lettering artists. And in this section, mm -hmm. we do our best to answer questions from our listeners with a quote. We later put these quotes on our show notes so that listeners can share them on social media. The truth, Marie-Kate, is that we just chat about the topic and then we try to come up with a quote that makes you sound great. So don't worry if you don't come up with it cool. with a quote. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come up with a, with a quote for you later on. So um, here's the first question coming from Corina on Instagram. Where do you take your inspiration from for compositions and color? So... I get this question often before I pass it to you, Mary-Kate. I get this question often and I have the feeling or I believe that many people that, you know, look at artists that are more or less accomplished or are more or less established, they feel that some of us have like a magic inspiration source, right? Like that we yeah. have this hidden book that is like, oh, I opened the book and it's like, yeah, I'm going to do that. So, but... Mm -hmm. I believe this is really not the case. So I wanted to ask you what are what your inspiration sources are, if you have any specific ones. Well, it's uh, I mean, like I said, especially layout, um, because I like really jam packed uh, layouts, like where there's something going on everywhere and like old, like Victorian um, lettering, like the the t advertising tins and stuff is just jam packed. And it's like, they work with like maybe weird layouts, like maybe really skinny and long. So it's like, they have to do something really crazy with the word or uh, putting letters on a, uh, words on a curve and fitting in like little nooks and crannies. So I get excited about um, basically like uh, figuring out what the words are of the quote and I do, I do thumbnail sketches and I do, um, you know, I'll do like, is it going to be centered? And everything is, you know, that's like a really easy one kind of foolproof, or is it going to be asymmetrical? Is there going to be like a lot of curves? Is there going to be banners involved? So I kind of like pick from these things that I picked up. So it is like, it's not a book, but it, like all up here, you know, it's just mm. like, we kind of uh, pick up on things and just like, oh, I'm storing that away. And it mm. is a little bit about that inspiration, like um, seeing something and then putting it aside or remembering it later. And uh, a lot of that is um, how I get layout inspiration. But it is, uh, and I mean, I'm not 
trying to plug anything, but I will say my layout booklet, which I have as a downloadable PDF, um, I go through a lot of different layout styles. And uh, like I have, like I said, just like um, the symmetrical or is it in a shape or is it in a bunch of little shapes or is it like illustration driven where it's more the illustration and the letters fit in it. Um, and uh, I think it can be helpful particularly to focus on the concept. So it's like, what is, what do you, what's the quote about? What are you drawing? What's the style? And that can also help influence. So it is a lot like, uh, like there's probably a flow chart you could potentially create to like the perfect layout is like answering yes. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, I will say it is about the doing those really rough thumbnails that are just like, and then one that kind of feels right. Mm. And when I do that, it's mostly what I do all day. I'm like, ooh, that one feels, that's the one. <laughs> With colors, the same thing. Amazing. I'm going to add the link to this book on our show notes. But I think it's so interesting what you're saying right now because you're sort of saying that, you know, inspiration is not like a one-to-one -one thing where you go look for inspiration and then you sit down to work. Um, mm -hmm. But it's more like all the things that you pick up um, throughout the day, like the things that are, you know, interesting for you or the things that, are, you know, you're more driven to. And I, I wrote a quote for Corina, which is inspiration comes from within yourself. And I think it has to do with that, with the idea that you you store things that have to do with your interests, with the things you like, with the things you feel that are beautiful. And this is this leads also to say that your work is really is really like a personal thing. It's really, you know, it goes through your own filter, right? So your inspirations go through the filter of the things you love and your stories and your personal, you know, uh, experiences, right? So um, this idea of like having a library in your own mind, I think is so much more empowering than, than thinking that there is, you know, sources of inspiration that you can pick up from, but it's rather more your eyes and your filter as an artist and how you store everything in your head. And later on, it shows up in your work, right? So I love that concept of, you know, having your own library of inspiration in your own mind. So let's move on to the second question from coming from Instagram. Uh, this one is coming from Valentina. And the question is, how do you handle struggling with creative block and not and not having motivation at the same time? So I guess Valentina is going through a rough time uh, where, you know, um, there is this feeling of... Um, of having a creative blog. I wonder actually um, if, what what is the concept of creative, creative blog in this case? Uh, if it's not having any ideas to create your next piece of work, do you feel uninspired or is it a lack of interest to create something new? I think we oft, often say that, you know, creative blogs are those moments where we don't feel driven to work, which can be a totally natural part of our process and our life right we we don't need to put work out there all the time we don't need to feel inspired to work all the time and that's just fine right but I think also it leads to what you first said which is like when we don't feel like doing work we start questioning like what's going on with me like I'm supposed to 
you know, to be creative and do all this creative work and I don't feel like doing it. So Mary Kate, did you ever phrase a, a, a like a creative block? And if you yeah. do nowadays, how do you go about them? So I really like to keep, you know, the phrase, the word creative block to very specific things, because I think, I think like if you jump to uh, you saying, you have, I'm not saying you don't, Uh, I'm just saying like, it is part of uh, the creative process is sometimes not having the motivation or, or the ideas. And so um, just to say, but I did go through a pretty heavy uh, spout of creative block uh, two years ago. And I did a talk about it and it was kind of, um, it's incredibly hard to get out of it And uh, for me, it was a lot of, um, there was like personal things and business things and just things that just were like a calamity. And it was just like, well, I'm certainly not going to create work under this. And the way I got out of it was making goals. Like you said before, I was like, yeah, that is, can be so helpful. And it is like, um, if you're not inspired or motivated about the work you're creating, well, what do you want to do next? Like, mm. like what, I mean, forget like, oh, sitting down and drawing or something like that. Like maybe if it is severe or if it is like a, a problem where it's just like, yeah, I need to get excited about my career because it's not happening. So mm. it is like focusing on those goals and just like keep writing that. Mm. Like maybe it is like, Uh, creating a downloadable something like creating products like something that would be not client driven but not just like another thing to put on Instagram either like mm. something that has like um, some value behind it and uh, or start I mean anything like whatever like I have a list that I'm I've been kind of like trying to get to and it is that and it is kind of those fun projects like I want to do a, a new uh class a video online class and um i've just been busy with other things but then so you have those goals and one thing hopefully will trigger you to being like yeah that sounds really fun and let's say let's just say there's like a little logo part of it like mm. oh, you know it's fun we love branding things like <laughs> as soon as i get the chance to like put like a, a little brand on something i'm totally into it uh So it's like one of those things, like I was saying before, but like this is a little bit more goal oriented about kind of tricking yourself out of creative block because it's not like you can, there's no like seminar you can sign up for. I mean, it's, it really does. It's one of those things that just needs to come from within because uh, I mean, I've listened to podcasts about inspiration and that does help, but it can also make me feel bad because <laughs> I'm just like, these they all know what they're doing yeah <laughs> and like so it's uh, it's being a little bit more uh, focusing on yourself hmm. yeah and i wonder just for our listeners to that might have not gone through a creative block yet how does it feel how did it feel for you going through that creative block can you give more details on like how did you feel how was like your everyday life and you know how What were the things that triggered it? 
so that perhaps it, one of our listeners that is like, hey, I never went through a creative blog or I don't know if I'm feeling a creative blog can like sort of relate to that and see if that resonates with them. I mean, it feels, it feels debilitating. I mean, it's like when, like we've been saying, I mean, we put so much of our self-worth in our mm. work mm. and I had to really be like, I'm more than that. And just because I'm like, I passed my computer like this, Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't mean I'm like, uh, doesn't mean I don't have other things to do. And so I, I took time kind of focusing on other things that I like, completely different things. Like I started, I was like, uh, at the time I was living in Philly and it's like, oh, I never like went to the art museum by myself. So I like walked to the art museum and I went to like a, a bunch of the places that I never go to, like on my own. And it was really nice. And it kind of, uh, I mean, one, it's like walking and, and, and ex exercise. Uh, it definitely helps my, uh, my brain flow. There's probably mm. something scientific for that, but it does. And, and so um, I uh, was trying to allow myself to feel like this. And then when I felt ready, And if, I mean, I also had the privilege of having the space around it, you know, like I didn't have to, like I was saying no to projects because I wasn't, I wasn't up for it. I mean, it was, yeah, I, I hated it <laughs> because it's like, I do put so much of, and I'm just like, uh, so much of myself in my work. And I was creating something new and posting like every week. And then I just wasn't. And so, uh, but I don't, um, you know, it's one of those things that happened and it can happen to anybody. And um, I feel a lot uh, better kind of going through it and then coming out uh, feeling a lot better about my work and with a, a better perspective about how I treat myself and my work. And um, I, I value that a lot. Yeah, and I think there's something so, so true in like there's a big truth in the in what you said of that we you know our self worth is oftentimes de determined by the amount of work we put out there, and mm. as creatives we are so much more than that. Like we can have you know we also have other skills, we have other interests that are you know outside just creating work, which is always like the visible part of of what we do but i think there is so much behind that there's so much um so so many other skills you need to develop to become an artist and put like really good work out there so i think what you're saying is really resonating with me in that sense that you know you can you can allow yourself to have these moments where you sort of think through like hey who i am Uh, and is my work, you know, defining me or am I defined by other things, right? So I love that you share that and thank you so much for sharing that experience. Um, so now we are going to move on to, after this very deep moment, we are going to move on to our Better, <laughs> better Now segment, which is, um, yes, a moment where we share uh, something that we are really happy about or something that has impacted our lives lately. So Mary-Kate, what would you like to share that you're currently happy about or that you're looking forward to? 
Oh, there's so much, honestly, and I don't mean to brag, but <laughs> I'm just it, very happy. So I very recently moved to Vermont. Uh, so I'm in the middle of beautiful farmland and mountains, and uh, it's Amazing. been incredibly inspiring. I live in a old <clears throat> farmhouse that I've been renovating, and I love uh, home interiors and renovating and DIY projects. So I've been using a nail gun a lot, which is great. <laughs> we literally just adopted a dog, uh, and her name is Selda, and she's amazing. Um, and the cats are getting used to her slowly, but surely I think. Um, yeah, just being out doors a lot more is mm. really amazing. Um, like yesterday I went on a hike early in the morning and we got to the top and it was just misty clouds, like nothing. And it was just like, we were just standing there kind of breathing it in. And I'm just like, I feel so good. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that's, uh, some things that I've been excited about. I love that. Uh, I, I can so much relate to this idea of like being outdoors, like, um, you know, in the last year through the pandemic. And I think, yeah, I think it was basically tri triggered by the pandemic that I started exercising a lot more, being outside a lot more. You know, sometimes here in Germany is kind of um, hard. Like I live in Berlin and winters are really harsh and being outside is not like the thing you want to do but I just pull it through I was like taking my walks every day I you you see me like I I'm wearing for those that are watching on YouTube I'm wearing uh, my sports clothes today so this is something that has impacted my life so positively that I just keep doing it and um, I think this really relates to what we were actually discussing throughout the entire episode, this idea of like, you know, allowing yourself to have these moments, like these down moments. And down moments could be moments where you are unmotivated, but also down moments could be something that you decide to take, right? So going to the museum for inspiration or, um, you know, go, go for a walk or be outside in the you know, in the farm or in the uh, wild, right? So um, I think I, I love like wrapping up this episode with this concept of like, hey, you know, it's just fine not to be doing work all the time. It's just fine not to be motivated all the time. Um, and yeah, keep keep yourself inside. Keep, keep, uh, stay healthy and kind of take care of yourself, right? Yeah. I mean, hey, what's not to say that uh, when you're walking around thinking that's not also work? I mean, mm -hmm. it's all part of it. Like, I mean, that is exactly what we've been talking about this entire time. It's, it is all about collecting, constantly collecting inspiration uh, from books online and outside. And it is uh, storing it all in your brain filing cabinet. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So Mary Kate. Thank you so much. This is the end of our show. It was so good to have you here. Uh, answering. Oh, good to the, be here. Yeah. Uh, where can people find you? You can find me at Mary Kate McDevitt on Instagram or Mary Kate Uh I don't tweet, but <laughs> Mary Kate McD on Twitter. Amazing. Or, yeah, it's all there. 
mostly Instagram. Yeah, we're going to add all of this to our show notes. So Kate, do you have any last words that you would like to share with our listeners? I would just say, uh, be kind to yourself um, and uh, keep, keep looking around. Look yeah. around everywhere. Inside too. <laughs> Amazing. I love that. So this is it. Thank you so much, Mary-Kate, again. And um, yeah, thank you all for listening. You can find me, the host of the show, on social networks at Martina Flor on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you have a question or comments, go to martinaflor.com slash podcast, where you can see previous episodes and find show notes and send voice memos with your comments and questions. You can also watch these episodes on YouTube. Just go to martinaflor.com slash YouTube to find them. You can, of course, listen to all our episodes on your favorite podcast platform this is it for today if you love this episode subscribe to this podcast and if you leave us a review it will help others find us thank you all for listening and see you in the next episode of letter now bye bye This postcard is awesome.